I got an email today and I'm not like surprised by this email, but it's just, how do you feel about this? I got an email that Amazon is now a pharmacy. In addition to everything else that they do, they are also a pharmacy. And I immediately, I was kind of like laughing. Because like, a, like a pharmacy, you can get cough syrup and stuff from them or a pharmacy. Like you can you have can... your prescriptions called into Amazon and then shipped to your door. Okay. Which is looking real good to me right now because I got to say, like we're kind of pigeonholed into working with uh, or into getting our prescriptions based on where my employer has a relationship. So we kind of are stuck, but it's so disorganized and it's such a, it's just drama. Every time I fill a prescription, it's never easy. There's always something that goes wrong. Um, so this is looking pretty good. Then I'm thinking like there are people that think that, you know, the government is listening to everything that we say and, you know, whatever. And your philosophy and my philosophy is, well, I don't, I don't really care. Let okay. them listen. Let them listen. Whatever. Right. Um, how are people not enraged at how powerful Amazon is? Oh, they are. You think so? Oh, I know they are. I just are. never hear about it. Yeah, I think uh, there's so many people. And I have to be honest, like... I don't know enough about business and the and the system of commerce, mm -hmm. but I am I worry about Amazon just in the sense of them putting everybody out of other people out of business. You know, well, like, like at what point does it become a monopoly? And then, well, it is a monopoly right now. I think it's crazy. Anyways, I'm all for it. Ship everything to my door. And to me, you know, it like I would totally do it because here's the thing is that so many companies are now selling their products on Amazon. Jeff and I were talking about this the other day, how one day we'll tell Ellie that Amazon only sold books and she's going to be like, what? Wow. Um, but then it's been this evolution of stuff where you could get, you know, some stuff from Amazon, but almost everything I buy at this point the person, the company that makes it also has an Amazon store. So, so I always go there first and you I just look because it's easier for me because I know it's going to get here. It's going to be sitting on my door in two days. There's now, no, you know. Let me ask you a question because uh, your mandated or whatever it is from your insurance, your recommended. Is it mandated? It's recommended. Uh -huh. They just make it easier because everything goes through them. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you didn't have a recommended pharmacy through your employer mm -hmm. and you had two choices, one being Amazon, just overnighting you pills yeah, or a local pharmacy who would deliver, who would you go to? Um, in my heart, I would love to say that I would support local, like a local pharmacy. Um, Amazon is just so efficient, but I think I would for the drugs, support a local pharmacy because I don't want some robot counting my pills out and putting them in without, you Which know Which is I mean? funny that you're saying this. I feel like this is one of these moments in the show where we should isolate this audio and play it in 40 years. And, you know, it's just funny. Well, I just think I, I like the idea of having a, a human being knowing. Yeah, no, totally. Counting everything out and knowing what other drugs we're taking and stuff like that. So while I do appreciate the convenience of Amazon, mm -hmm. I, You're not into it. I think I would draw the line at the pharmacy stuff because I, I think 
if you could find a local pharmacy that would deliver the idea of having somebody hands on. And then I go, well, well, hold on. I can talk myself out of that because humans probably make more mistakes than robots make. But we don't even know. We're assuming that it's a robot that's doing it. You know what I mean? Like Target and Publix and all of that. Like they have pharmacies with hired pharmacists on staff. But you go in and you see the, far. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You see the pharmacist and they're just handling the people in that neighborhood type of thing. Yeah. It's not some just corporate warehouse where you're just. I feel like this conversation is not going to age well. I feel like this is a conversation that two 70-year-olds should have. Yeah. Yep. For sure. The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that we have a friend who has a COVID bubble that is as tight as ours who cuts hair. Yeah, that's been so nice, Yep. honestly. Yep. And it's, I think from the outside looking at you, you can say, no, you just want to get your hair cut. No, really? This is like the most locked down person other than us, probably, uh-huh. that we know. So, God, that was nice. It's the person uh, who cuts Callie's hair. She also does guy's hair. She's been one of my girlfriends for like 10 years. She was in our wedding. And she's not even seeing any clients. Like, she sees family and then about four people who just come in like once every month, you know, once a month or whatever. Yeah. And um, she's even cut some of those people in her front yard. Yeah. So I appreciate I appreciate her safety and uh, I'm glad that we have a haircut person in our bubble because I don't trust you with scissors around my head. Yeah, I wouldn't even I would trust Ellie more than I would trust me. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for the soft rug in our studio. I need to know, Callie, on a scale of one to ten, I have not asked you yet today. How are you doing? Here's what I want to say about that. I'm not going to answer it. And you, here's, ha- you have no, to, no, no, no. you told here's me that why. I got to ask twice a day. You can ask. I didn't say I would answer twice oh. a day. Um, how's that for a loophole? Jeff always looks for loopholes and stuff. No. And here's why I'm going to say about it because I feel like I need to, when you have anxiety, cause you're really understanding about that, you know, that it's like fleeting for a day or two and then it's just, you know, fine. Like it just is, this just isn't that. So it hasn't changed. And I know that you look at me with a sad face when I say that, that it hasn't changed because it's that deep. Like it's not a surface thing. It's not something that a bunch of joyous, happy things can erase. I, I just have to work through it and it's going to take some time. And, but I feel like as an observer, I feel like you feel better today than you did yesterday. It doesn't, I had a better day than I did yesterday, but how I feel yeah, baseline still the same hasn't changed. The end of today's episode, all of the voicemails are little pep talks for you. Oh, that's so nice. Because every woman who has had a baby goes through this post, like some sort of postpartum hormonal mood mm-hmm. thing. And there is a common thread that was spoken in many of the messages that 
while you're going through it, you have a hard time admitting that's what it is. Mm -hmm. You have a hard time recognizing that's what it is. So I am excited for you to talk with your therapist and get some, I don't want to say validation or confirmation, but get some professional insight so that you, I mean, I know we're getting a ton of phone calls and you're probably getting messages on social media and stuff, Yeah. but so that you don't feel alone in this because every, the, the people who left messages say, I talked to my friends and all of them have dealt with this. It's interesting. I was talking to my um, yoga instructor, Kelly. We do virtual yoga once a week and and we did it all through my pregnancy journey. And she watches my Instagram stories and listens to the show. And she was asking me how I was before we started our practice yesterday. Were you two like, days ago? namaste sad. <laughs> no, I did not say that. I said, I was telling her, I was like, I just am in this like really weird place that I can't seem to dig myself out of right now. And it has nothing to do with Ellie, but I just wake up every day. And when I look in the mirror, I'm just so sad at what I see. And she started tearing up when I was talking to her and she was like, I know exactly how that feels. And I can't, I hate that you feel that way because I know how crappy it feels. And she was tearing up while she was like telling me Has about her kids? experience. Yeah. She's had three. Some, some of the messages say that you have to remind yourself that your hormones while you were creating the baby were at a freaking circus for nine months, mm -hmm. 10 months, right? So you need to give your body at least that much time to pack up the tent and take the hormone circus yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't something that just happened, even though it feels like it came on suddenly, the whole hormone journey, 10 months long to wind up. So yeah. 10 months long to wind down. Yeah. It's, and so. it's weird too, because I want to, you know, before I had Ellie, I would have said, oh my God, quit complaining. You have a baby. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, and it, it's, it's a very, I wouldn't, would hear friends say that and be like, oh my God, you have a baby. I want that. Be quiet. You know what I mean? And I would never say that, but I would just kind of think it in the back of my head. And now that I'm experiencing it, it's seriously, it's so far removed from how I feel about my baby. Like I love her so much and she's like my little best buddy and, and it has nothing to do with her, even though it has to do with her. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So. But I'm glad you're – I feel like that's progress from where you were yesterday because yesterday you were like – Maybe it's COVID. <laughs> no, yesterday you were like, how could this – like you were, you were struggling with her causing you to feel this way, you know? Like, yeah. And now you're – it seems like you're separating those things more, which I think is Kelly good. said something really interesting to me. She's like, when you're growing a human – like your body's changing and everything's changing, but like you have this little thing inside of you and then whatever. And then the baby comes out and then you're just left still with like the same body, even though, and the same hormones, even though the baby's got like yeah. out. So it's weird. It's just weird. Yeah. Hard to explain. So do you want me to not ask you tomorrow how you're doing? Um, are you going to refuse, refuse to answer again? And I'm not refusing to answer. I'm just telling you it hasn't changed, but, but there's a reason why it hasn't changed. It's not like, even like a 6.5. No, I just don't feel well. 6.25. You got to stop. 6.1. You got to stop. And I know it's driving you crazy. It's not a 5.9 though, right? It's still six. It's still a six. We're holding it a six. 
You were talking about the government listening to everything and just uh, spying on the world. I don't know how this column or this article appeared in stuff that I was searching for, um, but there is an article in Fast Company magazine mm-hmm. about what to do when you're just feeling unmotivated. All right, I need this. And I think you used that exact word on Monday to describe how you were feeling. Mm-hmm. And as I'm just killing time online, this article pops up. So thanks, big brother. Uh, Here are some tips to help you cope with not feeling motivated. Uh, Number one, stop saying I'm fine. And we preach this with our one through 10 check-in. Every week we say, Ask your friends and family how they're doing, but make them score it on a scale of one to 10 because Mm -hmm. it's too easy to simply go, I'm fine, when you might not be. Right. So uh, the the first tip is uh, do not respond, I'm fine. Now, you don't have to unload all your true feelings on a complete stranger just making small talk, but you can open up to people who care for you when they ask you. And you should also be asking yourself to really answer that question. Am I fine? Am I feeling otherwise? Uh, Because not feeling fine is fine. Uh, Number (laughs) two, when all else fails, take a nap. Mm. So many people. I love a good nap. Make New Year's resolutions to get more sleep, go to bed earlier, you know, be more rested, all this. And everybody only thinks of that in terms of at night. Mm -hmm. But if you're feeling unmotivated and stuck, think about how much sleep you got the night before and see if you can squeeze in even a 20-minute cat nap. I love a good nap. Now, obviously, if you're working from home and you're also teaching your kids and your spouse is out, you know, at a a, uh, job, not at home, you ain't going to find 20 minutes. But keep that in your (laughs) arsenal. Because that'll help. Uh, Number three, remember that people close to you are likely to be more real and more vulnerable if you keep it real with them. I love that. So always be honest about your feelings and uh, encourage the people around you to be honest about theirs so you can have real, true, candid talks Mm -hmm. about how you're feeling. So uh, that segment um, of things to do when you're feeling unmotivated brought to you by Big Brother, who listened to The Upside (laughs) on Monday. Now, as of today, we will have a new president, depending on what time you're listening to this. And anytime there's a new president, the big question that everybody asks in all the news and on the radio and all of that is, what will they accomplish in the first hundred days? Like what, I don't know what the significance of a hundred days is. Maybe, you know, cause you're super into history, but like someone decided that a hundred days is really important. And then the whole world watches and that's what all the news is covering. And that's, so whoever the president is, this happens every single term, um, you know, comes up with what's important to them and what they're going to go in saying, this is my thing, right? I don't think there's any significance to it other than it's a nice round number. It is a nice round number. I appreciate that. Anyways, that got me to thinking, if I were president, what would I be doing? Now, let's take it down a notch. Like, I'm not that smart and I love you and you're smart, but not that smart. So we're not going to be president. This is not serious. But what superficial stuff that drives you nuts would you change if you were the leader of the free world? 
Jeff Dollar. I, I have some, okay? Okay. Will you introduce me as the president and ask me what I hope to accomplish in the first 100 days? Okay, yes. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Mr. President, what do you hope to accomplish in your first 100 days in office? Oh, there we go. We have music. Well, thank you for asking. I'll take your question first because you're the only person here at the press conference. <laughs> I've got some laws. Here's one. If you're talking on a speakerphone in public, then I can legally squirt you with a squirt gun. Agree? What? Do you agree? Oh my gosh, that's literally on my list. Oh, it is? I wasn't going to give it away, but yeah, that's, that's on my list. My list says using your speakerphone in public is illegal. Uh, number two, if you end up blocking traffic in an intersection because you're trying to beat a light, the cars that you are blocking are allowed to hit yours <laughs> and you have to pay them for their repairs. Nice. Nice. N number three, if you call me about a car warranty and my car is already under warranty, $100 automatically gets Venmoed to me from your mom. <laughs> See, you did, you did the what's going to happen as punishment. I didn't get that far. I just like outlined my laws. Okay. What are your laws? You're not going to give me the same oh, introduction. Uh, Madam President, what do you hope to accomplish in your first 100 days? All right. Here are the laws according to Cali Dollar. Raisins, outlawed. Yes. Banned. <laughs> They're banned. The farmers that make raisins have to go to just grapes. We're going to just grapes. You can Perfect. make grapes, no raisins. Got it. Using your smartphone in public is illegal. That one you had? Not smartphone, speakerphone. Speakerphone, right. Yep. That's what I had. Um, every single person has to work in either hospitality or restaurant service for one year. I had that on my list <laughs> also. I, I, mine is everybody needs to work in restaurant or retail for one year. Yes. That's funny. Interacting with the public, that is. Yes. You can't stock stuff in the back. You have to be interfacing with the public and have to deal with people. And you will never deal with people the same way ever again. There is a special kind of education that comes from being a restaurant employee. Oh, yeah. And a special kind of education that comes from working retail during the holidays. And you can't get college. I've done both. Have you done both? I have. Yeah. And you can't get college credit. Like, it's not something you can take a college course on. You can't take an online class. Yeah. You have to live it. Yes. So what is it? Is it Israel? I think the country of Israel makes you go into the army for a year mm -hmm. when you turn 18. In the United States, you've got to work in a mall for a year. Yes. Or a, or a restaurant. Yes. Um, and my last one is everyone has to have a therapist and it's free. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have to have a therapist and you have to meet with them, you know, X amount of times per year minimum. Uh, I can tase you in the butt if you walk <laughs> up the center of a parking lot aisle. Center you, of a parking lot aisle. Oh, like just so you're impeding traffic. Yeah. And you're just like, do, 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 do. That's another one that I had. And then this is the creme de la creme. This is the one right here that I would sign first. This would be like the executive order that I, that I sign an hour after I take my hand off the Bible. Mm -hmm. If you try to get on the elevator before I get off the elevator, Ugh. a giant clown hand drops from the ceiling <laughs> and punches you in the nose. 
I hate that. I will say I have mistakenly done that before. Then you would get a clown nose to the face. All right. Think fashion for a second, okay? Then think eco-friendly materials. Think repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastic. Now, if you have the vision that I do in your head, you're thinking, what could that be? And it definitely can't be comfortable. Well, it can be comfortable. And Rothy's has perfected these shoes and bags that are beautiful and sustainable. And there is zero break-in period with the shoes. I've been wearing Rothy's for a couple of years now. I am the proud owner of five pair and they're shoes that I can wear for eight hours at a time at work with zero break-in period, zero rubbing, and they don't rub my heels. They don't rub my toes. When I say no rubbing, no rubbing anywhere, which is a huge deal when you're wearing flats. My personal favorite for work is the loafer style. I also love the sneaker style for just running around. And these are a favorite product of mine. And I love the brand and I love that they recycle so many water bottles. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash upside. Style and sustainability need to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash upside today. If you are trying to eat better in the year 2021, let me tell you about something that is gluten-free, grain-free, plant-based, non-GMO, with no soy, no trans fat, no sugar alcohols, no artificial colors, and is keto-friendly. My favorite flavor is peanut butter, but they've also got maple pecan. They've got coconut cocoa chip. I'm talking about this new product, this new sponsor to the show, Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars. With just one gram of sugar, two grams of net carbs, and only 140 calories, they're perfect if you're following a keto diet, but they're also great if you just want to eat better. If you want to cut back on sugar and you want to cut back on carbs, but you don't want to sacrifice great taste. They get delivered right to your door, and they're a new sponsor on the show starting this week. We have a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering code UPSIDE at checkout. Try it for yourself. You will see. Plus, Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. To get started, go to monkpack.com, M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com and select any product and then use the code UPSIDE at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack, delicious, nutritious food you can count on. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast this week. I used to eat cereal all the time when I was a kid, you know. The good stuff that's actually really bad for you because it's packed with sugar. And then when you read the box, when you're a grown up, you're like, I, I just can't eat this. I miss that cereal so much. And I saw an article last year about a cereal called Magic Spoon that was promising. They were saying that they have come up with a cereal that tasted like my childhood favorites without all of the junk in it. So I was immediately intrigued. It has zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. It is keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. I personally love the Frosted. I like to mix that a little bit with the Fruity and put some milk in there. So good. Anyways, I was a non-believer. I ordered it myself. I paid for it myself. It is delicious. 
And it reminds me of all of those childhood favorites that I used to love and don't eat anymore. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside to build your own custom variety box and try it today. Be sure to use promo code upside at checkout to get free shipping. So use the link and then use the promo code. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside and use the code upside for free shipping. Today's quote of the day. Optimism is a happiness magnet. If you stay positive, good things and good people will be drawn to you. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that song so much. I feel like my timing was off on it the It was yeah, off. But it was like a half a second. Yeah, it was weird. It's been like a year. I'm rusty. You are rusty. Um, we have a way for you to get paid when you tell friends to listen to our show. We have some friends who have a company and they've been very helpful to us uh, since we started the podcast. They actually manage the advisory hoard mm -hmm. for us. So they're awesome. And they've got this new product out where you can refer our show to other people and earn credit for everybody who clicks on the link that you share. Okay. They are willing to pay you for every referral between now and the end of January. Which so, is awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, How much do you know? Um, I think it's a buck or two per referral. Okay. But if you get 20 people to click, they, they're going to send you 20 bucks, 40 bucks, something like that. Yeah, I mean, a cup so, of coffee is like six bucks. So. Yeah. So I, I don't think you're going to get rich off of it. But if you want to make a few extra bucks just by telling people about a show that you obviously already enjoy and listen to, text the word double to 800-434-5454. No cost to participate, no obligation, nothing. Just uh, get your link and share it and, and uh, then they PayPal you some cash. So here are my three random things brought to you by Brown & Company Jewelers. All three of these have to deal with living in the White House hmm. because it's Inauguration Day. Uh, I found this fascinating. Uh, the president and the president's family live rent-free in the White House, uh, but they have to pay for their own groceries, including food, toiletries, and any services like dry cleaning or laundry. That's funny. Yeah, so I don't know why. It's funny because can you see like you being president or me being president and then us checking with each other to like see what groceries we're going to get? Like, it, hey, did you, did you, is milk on the list? Did I put that on the list? Did we get bread? I don't know. Um, or like calling downstairs to the front door of the White House and be like, did our butcher box come in? I wanted to make pork chops tonight, but did our butcher box? <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, number two, there are plenty of things to do to keep the first family occupied in the White House, including bowling. And I included this tidbit because there's a funny story. Uh, President Richard Nixon had the bowling alley installed mm -hmm. in the White House because he loved to go bowling so much. Um, he loved bowling so much that he would have a problem finding people to bowl with him because he always wanted to bowl every night. That was his wind down thing. So one day he's uh, in the kitchen, he wants to go bowling. And one of the dishwashers, a guy named Frankie Blair uh, says, well, I like to bowl. And so President Nixon 
and the guy who washes the dishes go down to the bowling alley. They bowl until two in the morning. That's awesome. And the dude's like, man, I got to go. And my wife is never going to believe that I'm four hours late coming home. Because I'm bowling with the president. So the president, uh, so President Nixon and uh, Mr. Blair walked to the Oval Office where Richard Nixon wrote him a note on. That's awesome. The uh, stationery is an excuse to his wife. And my final random thing about living in the White House Incoming presidents are responsible for getting their belongings to the White House and coordinating the move out of the White House. So Joe Biden had to hire a moving truck to pick up what he wants in Delaware, Mm -hmm. where he lives, Mm -hmm. and for his own expense, bring it to the White House. The movers aren't allowed to go inside the residence, so then they coordinate with the White House staff and they unpack everything. Then when they move out, the first family has to court. So somebody on the Trump's team had to call movers. That's funny. What do you do when you get that call? And also like how, if you own that moving company, like how bad are you sweating until the move is totally over? Right. Cause you don't want to break something that, that belongs to the incoming or outgoing president. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, the white house staff will do all of your unpacking and packing, but you have to hire the moving truck. And I saw that on the news that a moving truck, a Washington, D.C. based moving truck pulled up to the Mar-a-Lago uh-huh. in, in Florida. And I'm like, somebody had to hire a mover for the president. That's so weird. Isn't it weird when you think of all the random jobs that exist like that exists? Um, I also saw this tidbit that there's a place in the White House where you can have surgery. Oh. And full dental stuff. So if, you're, oh. so if you get a cavity and you're the president, you don't go anywhere. Or you don't have to be like, hey, can you, how soon can you get me in? It's can like, you get me an appointment? My, my, I got a crown, I got a loose crown. Can you get me in tomorrow? <laughs> you just go to the basement. God, I'm so fascinated by that stuff. Like all the behind the scenes stuff and like, you know. So yeah. those are my three random things for inauguration day. I have another beautiful human alert, which means that we're just doing it all week because it's just, it's Wednesday. So. And I like the idea of including doing daily beautiful human alerts uh, on weeks when the news is going to be particularly chaotic. Yeah, I like it too. This one is about Tiffany Donovan, who owns a company called Confetti Castle. It's out of Charlotte, North Carolina. And she does like balloon and event design, like balloon design for events, you know, like the fancy balloon arches and all that kind of stuff. She started an adopt a grandparent program. So you can hire her business who will create a um like a balloon bouquet and send it to um an elderly person in a nursing home so um she's gotten orders for more than 400 grandparents or seniors um that she's going to take balloons to and i just think that's awesome and she's not making a dime she's doing it for cost um so hopefully it brightens her day and i just thought that was really cool so, so. You, you go to her website and just order them and then she Puts she it together puts them together and delivers probably like nursing homes yep. and hospitals and whatnot. Yep. Love that. So. What's her name again? Tiffany Donovan. You are a beautiful human. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. All right. Now, if you're listening to the show for the first time, you're probably like, why are these people talking about 
conspiracy theories and like weird things they don't know anything about. Not conspiracy theories, but whatever I was talking about at the beginning with like Amazon and, you know, everybody hearing everything you say and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, here's another topic that I don't know much about. I'm not going to lie. But the story, I'm like, oh my God. All right. It's about Bitcoin, which I don't know like a ton about Bitcoin. I know it's increased in value and a lot of people are getting rich, but that's pretty much all I know. I have a friend who's very into Bitcoin. And he's made a bunch of money, right? Sure. He's made a lot of money. I don't really understand it. And he's tried to get me to invest in Bitcoin. So I've asked him to explain it to me, but he's one of these people that's so into it that he can't explain it in English. So you're like, I have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah, and it's one of those situations where I've asked him questions enough times that I've just had to kind of like pretend that I know. Right, you nod your head and you're like, yeah. Yeah, but I have no clue what I know that it's a, called a cryptocurrency and the value of it lives digitally like there's no actual coin there's no actual bit coin or paper money it all is like in the cloud it's all uh, it's I, it's way over my head anyways so there's this guy in san francisco um in 2011 he was gifted 7000 bitcoin Um, which was like 30 cents per coin. So, you know, like a couple hundred bucks or a couple, what, would that be a couple thousand dollars? It was, you said 30 bucks? 30 cents. 30 cents? Per coin, yeah. Bitcoin was once that low? Yeah. So, but somebody gave it to him as a gift, right? Now it's worth $270 million. Here is the caveat. He can't remember the password to access his account to get it. And And you have 10 attempts that you can use to unlock it. He's used eight. For nine years, he's been trying to remember the password and he wrote it down somewhere and he lost the sheet of paper. And he said that he's like kind of come to terms with the fact that he just won't ever have it. But he's sitting on $270 million and he only has two more password attempts. And here's the thing that I didn't understand about Bitcoin that I don't still totally understand is it's not like a bank where there's like people that are working that can like retrieve your password or something like that. Like there's not one entity that oversees all of it. So there's no one to give him his password. Yeah, it They just give you this like key thing and they're like, okay, what do you want your password to be? Okay, here, go. And then no one can ever help you again. You're responsible. They don't, no, there's no they. Like you, I misspoke earlier when I said it lives in the cloud. It doesn't, it lives on a a hard drive of some sort. Yeah. And if you, there's another guy in London, hear about this dude? who threw away a hard drive I just that had Bitcoin on it. And, and, and now the Bitcoin that he threw away is worth like a hundred million bucks. It's $73 million. $73 yeah. million. And he's willing to give half of it to the town where the dump is if they let him come in and dig up the dump and look for it. I just, we need to figure out what this USB or what the drives look like so we know what we're looking for. If so, we ever okay. see something on the ground, Sitting I mean, on the come street. on. But yeah, $270 million, two more password attempts. I mean, imagine being locked out of your email at work and not being able to call IT. I feel less bad about uh, a $5 bill that was in my pocket that got ruined in the wash now. <laughs> 
Hello, I am listening to Monday's episode. I want to say a couple things. First of all, Callie, it took 10 months for your body to grow that baby. It's going to take a long time for your body to get back to normal and your hormones. I think 10, 12 weeks is a very harsh expectation. Give yourself grace. Um, the second thing I want to tell you, um, I love what Dr. King, Dr. King's speech that you posted. And my um, favorite little quote that I like to say is, be it great or be it small, do it well or not at all. Have a great day. Life is too short to sleep in anything but really nice sheets. But you don't want to spend an arm and a leg. Brooklinen is your answer. Brooklinen was started by Rich and Vicky. They wanted to find beautiful home essentials that didn't cost a fortune. And when they couldn't, they started a company, Brooklinen. They work directly with manufacturers to make luxury available to you without luxury-level markups. They're actually the first direct-to-consumer betting company, and they've got 50,000 five-star reviews to back up their claim of being the best. Plus, they give you a 365-day money-back guarantee. So if you have at any point in recent memory thought that your sheets could possibly be more comfortable, Brooklinen deserves a look. They are so much more than sheets, by the way. They got comforters and pillows and towels. They've even got loungewear. It's 2021. Do something nice for yourself to start the new year. And to help you do that, Brooklinen has a special offer. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code UPSIDE to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code UPSIDE to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping. Brooklinen.com, promo code UPSIDE at checkout. Hey, Callie and Jeff. Um, Callie, you mentioned you didn't want to attribute it to postpartum, the feelings that you're having, because you would never want to, you know, not, I hate the word, use the word blame, but blame it on a baby. Um, and that's the whole issue with postpartum. Women have been ashamed of it um, because you're like, how can I feel this way, you know, because of a baby? But it's really, it's the hormones. It's not the baby. Um, and there's different types of postpartum, actually. And some women do feel detached from the baby, um, unfortunately. And, and it is tough. I had it. Um, I didn't really get help until my son was about four months, five months, um, you know, which at that point, you're like, no, it can't be that. It can't be that. But I do believe it was. So, yeah, unfortunately, it stinks. But you'll get through it. And um, you got a great support system there. And thank you so much for talking about this because it's, you know, it was really hard to go through that. So love you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Bonnie from Dallas. I am just calling to say thank you. Friday, after a long week at school and finding out we are going digital this week, I come home, went to bed, and my husband calls me and says, Honey, 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 come downstairs now. Your late Christmas present has come. And so I come down, and he's fiddling around with his computer, and he turns it around, and there is a message from the two of you. And it was just what this exhausted teacher needed to uh, uh, 
get ready to plan for this week of digital learning. Thank you so much for stepping outside of yourself. It meant the world to me. And as they said, I am a very, very avid listener. I have never missed an episode. Have a great day and keep on being you. And Callie, I pray for you and your postpartum that has finally hit. Just live through it, sister. That's all I can say. And Jeff, just hug her when she wants to be hugged and leave her alone when she wants to be left alone. Have a great day, you guys. Bye. Hi, um, this message is for Callie regarding postpartum anxiety. Every woman that you survey will tell you, maybe not while they're in it, but when they come out of it, that they had some form of postpartum blues, depression, or anxiety. They don't necessarily know they're experiencing it while they're experiencing it, but I can guarantee you it is so, so common. It doesn't mean that you're messed up or anything like that. It is like normal. We're all here for you. It's hard. It's just part of becoming a mom. Um, We love you and just know you're not alone. Bye. When I say life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you, I really don't know if that's true. (laughs) I'm just making a conscious choice to perceive challenges as something beneficial so that I can deal with them in the most productive way.